Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, the podcast for all things Mecha. Jump ship incoming. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Mobile Armor Radio. Once again, I'm your host for the evening, Brian Novak. I'm Chopper. And I'm Rob. Welcome, welcome, welcome on this slightly frozen and snowed in uh, evening. <laughs> it's cold too. Hey, I'm in Canada. It's nice and rainy here. It's it's <laughs> it's like fifty out. You're gonna yeah. get that's gonna change tomorrow real quick. The irony. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think we'll we'll be jumping uh, right into to our drop star. Talk a little bit about the the hobby stuff we got going on. I'll move on to Comstar. We'll talk about some of the other uh, mech-related medium that uh, we're we've been looking at the last month or so, and then go into our mech banner topic for the week, month, day. It's not a <laughs> weekly show yet. <laughs> it's month yet. <laughs> well, it is the topic for today. Of That's the month. true. <laughs> All right. Dropship landing. Welcome to the Dropship, where we talk about all the hobby stuff that we've got going on related to Mecca. And I think first I'll throw it over to Rob. What have you got going on in the the hobby world? Well, as always, I have the uh, Gundam loot I get every month. This time it was a uh, GM, the Jim's, the RG, RGM79HC. It's GM Guard Custom. And he's uh, nice. he looks like a, uh, he's white. And he's got a big shield, and he's got a uh, neat visor on his helmet. But uh, I, you know how they're supposed to be snapped together, and nobody, everybody just glues them. I actually tried to snap this one together because I was like, I'll try it. You know, it's it's just pretty simple kit, so I'll let it go. I find it's very loose when you snap it together, unless you glue it. Mm. Like, I, so I might have to spray this guy to stiffen up, spray him with some clear coat mm. or something to stiffen up his yeah. joints a bit. He's he's pretty loosey goosey. Yeah, I, that's why I always glue my kits. Yeah, I just I always do too, but I I was just like, I'll try it for the everybody. You know, it's supposed to be snapped together, but yeah. Did you move to plastic glue yet? No, it's crazy. It's a uh, <laughs> it's gorilla glue all the way. Plastic glue <laughs> that melts things. I don't want to melt things. No, so far gorilla glue is fine. <laughs> I just use very little because these things don't need much for those guys. No, yeah, definitely. Um, and I also painted tons of Battletech mercenary lances. All my <laughs> Battletech I've collected over the time. I've been doing random mercenary companies because I've done my main ones. I think I've talked about my main guys, but now I'm just doing random stuff. So I go on to, uh, I made a list from, uh, Sarna.net had a list of all the, uh, mech companies and then I just randomize it. Like I do a random number and I choose them for the color schemes for them. So I've been doing those. Which has been fun, just randomly doing like just a lance here or there. So, yeah. and I think I've got most of them painted now. I th- I think I have Comstar left to paint. I have a whole Comstar for my uh my Op Four that I'm gonna <laughs> use. So, I, but they're all white, so I I kind of just primed them white with some like a uh, Zenith highlighting. So I'll probably just have to pick out some colors on them and maybe do a wash and then highlight back to white. See how it goes. That should be pretty quick. And uh, other than that, I've been working on Mech Zone for, or, or in the book, it says Mech Wars, but for Adepticon with Jack. But I'll talk about that in Comstar, Comstar more, I think. So. <laughs> we'll Sounds talk. Good. 
There you go. That's what I've been working on. Nice, nice. Chopper, what have you been up to? Well, not a whole lot, disappointingly. So <laughs> I sympathize. Uh, it just it's been a really busy holiday so far. So I, uh, as far as the hobby wise, I just still staring at my Mospita. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did tap a little bit, a little bit more on my, my Zhang, uh, with the weathering a little bit. I'm going slowly with that because I really love that model. So, mm. uh, but as far as hobby stuff, I just, I didn't get anything done in the last month. Yeah. I, I'm so. much in the, the same way for me. Uh, I, I, like I, um, mentioned to you guys earlier, I just got back from a trip to Wisconsin, uh, where I was visiting the, the family for about a week, uh, I also went to an uh, anime convention out that way, which I'll, I'll talk to a little bit uh, later. But uh, yeah, so so like all of my painting and all all that stuff, uh, it was was back in Michigan for me. So I I didn't do much of any hobbying for the month. Um, went by fast, that's for sure. Um, but tangentially, I'll I'll just say that uh, I got to hang out with a friend of mine who just finished putting together. Um, uh, a tall geese one mm. and and uh it looks sweet what kind I of love grade? that um i think it was high grade okay um but yeah he had he had it all put together there's there's thrusters on there like 10 times what's actually usually in the show mm. um and then he had uh i think it was a suit from the build divers line that was uh like a, a uh, it was a Leo kind of base, but it came with like parts so that you could do kind of these custom ones. Uh, he put it together in a straight Leo and the two of them looked really awesome together. Yeah. I think my, uh, that one, that GM is a build divers one too. That one I just got. Mm. I think that's the new line they're coming out with now. Yeah. From Bandai. Which seemed to be kind of neat. Cause it, I, is. What he was telling me is that it came with like three alternate like torsos and, and oh, wow. heads. So like it, it, there's, I guess a version in the show. I feel bad. I haven't watched that show yet. Uh, but I loved, uh, build fighters and build fighters try. I just haven't had time to get into divers yet. Um, but yeah, uh, still picking away at my, my kind of two, uh, custom mech projects. Uh, the, the, Escaflone-esque fantasy one. I've got uh, a few more pieces that I've kind of been collecting. Uh, still kind of figuring out exactly how I want to uh, put together the torso. I don't want it to be like a straight uh, a design from another model line or anything. I like, I, I'd like it to be kind of a mishmash that somehow looks, you know, all together like from the same thing. Uh, we'll see how that turns out. I've got much more green putty now. So, uh, I, I think I'll just be using a lot of that. Uh, and then, uh, I've been working a little bit more on the, uh, for the, the, on the dead zone side of things, uh, the iron ancestor mech, uh, that I'm, I'm styling up in the, the vein a la Gurren Lagan. Um, I've been, uh, toying around with exactly how I want to, to do that. Uh, trying to get that one as, as 100% Mantic models as possible. Uh, and it's going to be really close. I think I get most of it uh, in Mantic uh, only. 
And the rest of it, maybe I might just magnetize so that I can take it on and off. <laughs> there you go. So, so that, that's how I'm going to roll with that one. But, uh, yeah, otherwise, uh, it's really kind of just been planning things out, uh, as opposed to actually doing. So I hope to, hope to get some more in here though, in, in the, the cold months ahead. Uh, but we shall see. Yeah. Speaking of putty, I uh, got some, uh, Mr. Hobby, uh, Mr. White Putty. It's like the Gundam kind of brand of putty. It's weird. It's, it's like liquid almost. It's not liquid, but like really much softer than the, uh, green stuff for Milliput or anything like that. But I use that to modify up some trolls to ice trolls for Vanguard. It's a Mantic game. And, nice. uh, it's almost, you can almost like, you put it on, it's, it's a consistency of like almost butter. Like it's, and then it dries it's hard butter. though. But it tries hard. Yeah, so you can really do some neat uh, fur effects and stuff with it. But this is also good for filling gaps on Gundams and stuff. But I just thought oh. I'd mention that since you mentioned putty. It goes mm. on like butter. Yep. Very, <laughs> very liquidy. It's weird. It's like totally different. It comes in like it looks like a toothpaste tube. But it's, it's actually thinner than toothpaste. Like it's a toothpaste would be thick compared to this stuff. So it's, it's kind of weird. I was trying it out. Yeah. Mr. Hobby has some weird to, stuff. It's easier <laughs> to get into the cracks of, of uh, Yeah. Mm. Of a yeah. model, a plastic model kit. You know, yeah, you would put it in and then like scrape it off, and it would really just go in the. Yeah, because I think that's meant to be a filler, whereas yeah, green stuff or milliput or whatever you want to call it, a tight. That's generally for sculpting. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this, I still sculpt a little bit, but it wouldn't hold a shape like those would. Like this is definitely yeah. for just doing like. You could do you could do ground effects on bases and stuff like that with it, or like you say, filling gaps mostly. Although I don't really notice on Gundam models, I don't really notice too many gaps. They go together pretty good. I guess if you screw up and it doesn't fit right, there'd be a gap that you could fill. But yeah. generally, I guess some people are that obsessive with even like a little gap would be. <laughs> well, yeah, there are some models out there who the lines that you see yeah. from just to connect your pieces is too much for them. Yeah, Imperfection. <laughs> Cool. Well, nice. Oh, cool. I think, uh, I think with that then, um, I think we'll move right into the Comstar and talk about all the other stuff that we've gotten into this last month. Message from Comstar. All right. And welcome back to the Comstar section of the show. Uh, first off, we'll start with some, some news as well as, um, you know, the other kind of fun stuff that we've gotten into the last month. Uh, so one of the big ones that we had, announced was that uh Sunrise the folks behind Gundam uh recently announced that uh they have plans to release a new Gundam theatrical film like every 1 to 2 years uh <laughs> that's, that's going to that's that's a lot um i think it it i get the feeling it's all kind of a big snowball effect with uh the the uh you know kind of fame or or uh uh What's uh, the word I'm looking for? The the renown they they kind of got from uh, Ready Player One. I yeah, think notoriety. They, yeah, yeah. <laughs> notoriety, yeah. That they they have this feeling that the market is ready. Uh, I know they have that the Mobile Gundam narrative project mm-hmm. already in the works, which is another mm-hmm. I think Universal Century story. Uh, but uh, as I understand it, they've got movie plans for almost every. Uh, or, or for a lot of the major ones, uh, I'm trying to remember, uh, the article is not loading for me, unfortunately, but, uh, we've got them up on the, the Facebook page. But I know, um, Reconquista and G 
was getting one, uh, which was kind of surprised to hear, uh, simply because that one was kind of a failure. <laughs> Maybe it's their, uh, they're thinking they can redo it better now. Possibly. I mean, even the, even the director after a while, he was like, Oh yeah, guys, I'm, I'm really sorry. That one was, <laughs> I did not know what was going on. Yeah, uh, was. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so it's a really exciting time and they actually, uh, have, uh, several like big posters that they've made to kind of showcase, uh, the, the different franchises they're going to be making these for. Uh, so really, really exciting Gundam stuff. Yeah, it's, hopefully they can handle it, like, and don't oversaturate like Star Wars kind of did. Where one a year, or even, I think Star Wars was even doing two a year at one point. That's, that's too much, but hopefully if they can keep yeah. on just this, I'd say one every two years is a better schedule. One a year, that's, that's saturating the market quite a bit. Yeah. But hopefully yeah, they'll figure it out. Quick. Yeah. Plus, right. I feel like if they did it, so back to back, it would be like seventies sci-fi where uh, it's just rehashed scenes. Yeah, or even yeah, it's. I guess if they do like the the Matrix where they film them all, like keep just filming them all back to back, where you can get three out in three years. Well, it wasn't exactly two out in two years, but but something like that where you film a couple back to back and wait a year, fill maybe they could do it that way. But yeah, yeah. I suppose. It's all about the money, I guess. If they're putting lots of money into it, it's, it's, can do it, right? Or, yeah. And getting the right writers. But I, I trust Japan for the writing more than I trust North America. So I think they won't screw it up too bad if it, they keep it with, they don't Americanize it too much. Yeah. That, that, uh, I think multiple directors and writers and stuff, I think keeping a diverse cast is like what's like Marvel, uh, kind of get away yeah. with it for a while is that it, it while still kind of being a cohesive vision. Um, yeah, it's not the, the same story. It's, it's, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that it's, it's across the different, um, franchises too. It's, it's, so it's not just going to be universal century stuff, yeah. which I, which I think is good because they got, they got quite a, a variety of, a pretty solid entries in, uh, in there. So yeah. I trust them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rob, did you have another story you wanted to share? Yeah, the other one, big one, is coming from Netflix, is that uh, they're doing a bunch of new anime coming out. No, they announced a bunch of series. I think it's all based on how well Castlevania and Voltron have been doing with Netflix. But uh, the big one for us is uh, Pacific Rim anime, anime is coming out, which it's it's almost a, a no-brainer to put Pacific Rim into an anime. But with yeah. the production values of Netflix, mm -hmm. not just some... You know, straight to DVD kind of thing, or straight to on demand. But Netflix is as a big company might might do it right. And I don't know if uh, Guillermo del Toro is going to have anything to do with it, but uh, hopefully he gets some input at least, and we get some cool. I don't know how they're going to do it. If it's just going to be like maybe a prequel or like the original attacks and stuff, but pretty be interesting. You think or in between the one and two? I mean, that's always a good swap to start. But there's yeah. not much happening in between one and two, right? All the monsters aren't around much and. They've been gone for a while, so I think it'd have to be either a prequel or a sequel. Like, that's the only way really to do it, but... Mark 1? Start from the Mark 1? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Because they, they allude to a lot, lot of those early uh, Jaegers. Yeah. So... Mm -hmm. So that's fun. That's going to be big and fun. Yeah, I think that's all the news I have. There's tons of other stuff coming out. Uh, there has been a lot of uh, game announcements. Even the... Uh, 
there's been a little bit of the uh, Robotech, new Robotech miniatures game coming out <laughs> from uh, Japan. Mm-hmm. Or actually, it's Hong Kong, actually, a Hong Kong company. And they're the ones doing the giant cockpits and stuff. So if they're doing a miniatures game, if they do the same, like even part of the love they do into the the uh, scale miniatures they do into these uh, game. I don't even care if the game's good. It just you get some nice Robotech miniatures that aren't super complicated. Maybe that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> or uh, out of print. Or, well, you can get the Robotech Tactics, especially on Black Friday, was 25 bucks for the starter set, which was selling for, what, 120 when it came out? You can oh, get that it? so cheap. Look. Oh, yeah. Is it still <laughs> going, you think, for Cyber Monday? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, Good deals if you want to get Robotech Tactics because they're just selling that off. I know Venture Market had it on for cheap. But this new company, yeah, that'd be exciting. Hopefully that'll happen. Uh, it's called, what's the company called? I don't remember. It's, it's got, oh, Kids Logic. It's called Kids Logic. Yeah. 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 It's still, uh, it's still 25 bucks on Venture Market. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, a lot of places uh, do it for a week after. So hopefully if, this will Valkyrie's, come out on the first. So the Valkyrie's $8. Yeah. And I think it comes with three in a set, doesn't it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's good deals if you go, if you want it all over the place, they're selling, well, we saw it for, uh, pretty cheap at, uh, Gen Con even. The tactics. Yeah, Not that they cheap. Were 20, they were 20 bucks. Were they 20 there? Yeah. They were 20 bucks. That's the lowest I've seen it to date. Yeah. People are just trying to get rid of it, get it out of their stock rooms because they, they know it's gone now. So <laughs> I like, I like on a miniature market, it's just 20 plus in stock. Yeah. That means that they have tons. I, I love them because I got all those miniatures because I'm using for the Unseen for Battletech, so they're great for that. The scale's pretty close. Like, the scale in Battletech's not really accurate anyway, so they work good enough. Except for the, uh, the, um. Yeah, maybe I'll get a, the starter box. Yeah, it's worth it. You get At least get the, Valkyries some Valkyries and stuff, yeah. That's yeah, you thing. get 15 Valkyries out of it, so. And I don't know if you get any Destroids from that, but they're, they're cool. They're like the Warhammer and the uh, Rifleman from uh, an Archer. You get you get two Tomahawks and two Defenders. Yeah, those are the uh, Rifleman and, yeah. uh, and uh, Warhammer. The Defenders are Rifleman. I think the Tomahawks are the Tomahawks, right? No, they're uh, one's Warhammer, one's Rifleman. I can't remember which is which. And then there's the Archer, too. It's one of those. And Tomahawk might be the Archer. But anyways, <laughs> point is, it's a great deal if you want to get it, but I'm more excited about this new one because they showed off a... um. It's the um, armored uh, Valkyrie. That that's the model they were showing off, which is uh, mm. nobody's ever done a really good one with a, with all the weapon pods on it and stuff. So yeah. I'm excited about that one. <laughs> but that's about it for news. I think anybody else have anything? Yeah. Uh, just wanted to throw out there. You you mentioned briefly the uh, on the video game side of things. Mm. Uh, we shared a, a story earlier that was coming out that the new Super Robot Wars. Uh, game is is coming to um, at least the Switch and PS4 um, in early or in 2019 at least in Japan we'll have to see if that <laughs> makes it stateside I know those are always kind of hit and miss um, but that one uh, for those that didn't see the trailer or don't know what Super Robot Wars is basically it's just a big mashup of all these different mecha franchise all into one fictional universe where they have to fight each other and they do a whole lot of in jokes with one another and it's it's a it's a hoot uh to be sure some of the the new entries uh to to the series this time around is that uh Cowboy Bebop and mm. uh and Arcadia of My Youth uh so the Captain Harlock 
is going to mm. be rolling around in this in this uh, particular edition of the game, uh, which I was a little surprised to see, just because uh, normally it is just a kind of giant mecha um, across like all franchises. You got Gundam, Mazinger, Votoms, Gunbuster, Go Gear, like That's everything cool. is in this thing. I wonder um, if licensing wise, I wonder if that is even impossible to bring to the states. I. Well, you know, like, the, yeah. Well, the, the interesting thing they've been doing, uh, recently with some of these games, uh, is that they are making the attempt to add English subtitles to them, mm. uh, when so they can, come out. Yeah. So you can import them. Yeah. And a lot of them are now, there's not even regions. A lot of the new video games, I don't think, have the region blocking like they used to. So. Exactly. Yeah. So. Odds are, uh, if, if you got a newer console system, you might be able to get your hands on this. Uh, when it comes out, it looks like uh, the English subtitles, I guess they mostly make them for like the, the Philippines and the mm. Indonesia area uh, and Australia too, I think. Yeah, that um, makes sense. So, so it's not an official U.S. release, but a lot of times you can get some of these games with English subtitles on them. I was going to say, if it's dubbed, it's on, dubbed into Australian, it would be like... All of a sudden, Harlock's like, my, that's, the dingo that's ate almost, my baby. It's almost English. Yeah. <laughs> um, we love we you all of our Australian news, viewers. Yeah. <laughs> before we move on from the news, what was the, the Gundam announcement that they were supposed to make on the 21st? I don't know. Were they, did they announce something? I never saw uh, anything. There was... They were going to make an announcement to a new project. I think they were going to do a live stream to announce it on the 21st. And uh, I think the news was supposed to drop on the twentieth, exactly. Unless it was about the movies, maybe. Well, they was they had the movies, and then uh, I think part of the big announcement is that in twenty twenty, uh, for the Olympics, I believe. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. They're going to be making a life-size moving Gundam yeah. statue. That's right. Uh, oh. To be unveiled in Yokohama. So maybe maybe it was the fortieth anniversary stuff that they were talking about. And I, I think I, it was that giant statue. I remember that now. Yeah, they showed off with their concepts of it and stuff. <laughs> okay. So many, so much Gundam news. <laughs> I forgot. Also, in, in the other news, uh, for video game news, is the uh, the as when this comes out, the expansion for BattleTech will just have released. It came out on the twenty seventh of November. You get three new mechs. You get the Hatchetman, which is going to be the best. I can't wait till I have a computer that can play it again since my laptop died. But yeah. <laughs> oh, so uh, yeah, I'm excited I about that. We, when you said Battletech, I thought we were talking about a the tabletop, and I was like, oh. <laughs> no, video game news. Yep, video, video games. I'll have to update. I'll have to get the expansion soon. Yeah, and they nice. have a they actually have a, a seasons pass now, which is maybe a good sign that they're going to be putting out uh, more content. I think we talked about it last time about the plans for the next summer with a uh, more city fighting, which is kind of fun. I'm excited. <laughs> that should be fun. Uh, let's see. Uh, this time we'll go chopper. Now that we've kind of covered news, uh, what, what have you been up to in, in other Mecca uh, stuff and entertainment? Well, I went started. I went back again and started reading some old Valtech books because uh, uh, I got a, a vault worth of PDFs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and so I started reading the first Battletech book that I read that got me into Battletech, and that was Sword and the Dagger. Yeah, that. Which one's that one? They all blend together. What's the pl- main plot of that one? The Sword and the Dagger. Yeah. 
that's the is that's the one that's got the battle the battle master on the front. They probably all have battle masters on the front. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's uh, I'm trying to trying to it's. <laughs> I put you on the it's, spot. It is. Um, I'm trying to look it up. When the Confederate <laughs> sons are they're you know it's the it's the, the uh the uh, oh it's the very first one yeah 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 it's the very first one when the Confederate sons are expecting the Capellans to attack you know yeah. what the space is just coming into rule uh, hands Davion. Yep, I just looked it up. It's yeah, it's the it's the pretty much earliest in the uh, timeline book. I couldn't remember the Capellan Confederation is where I was stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's those guys, you know, Lao? Yeah, it's House Lao. Yeah. Um, uh, and he's coming to Rise of the Power, and then they, what they, I think they get... I, I'm not, I just started reading it again, so and I think they get... They actually get betrayed or uh, actually taken out, and he's got to come back. Yeah, there's, it's uh, those books are great. I do go through them. Like I'm also reading those books right now, and I'm up into the clan stuff. But they're still great to go through the whole history, and uh, and it's all interweb, interweaving, woven amongst itself. So it'll refer things back in other books by other writers, and it's it's a really good series. If anybody gets a chance to go back to those early books, there a lot of people complain about the accuracy of the actual mech battles in them. But I'm like, really, <laughs> you're complaining about that? Yeah. <laughs> It's flushing the it's flushing outside just outside of mechs, you know, if you're just worried about yeah. mechs then Well mostly it's about intrigue and uh politics and stuff like that. So Yeah, I mean well that's the whole battle the whole inner sphere then, you know, it's the whole yeah. Machiavellian court yep. between the five houses and everything, you know, so Nice. Yeah. You watch anything uh, or Oh yeah, watching stuff uh as you can see, YouTube has been getting a lot of full-blown movies, uh, so mm. I messed around with uh, Thunderbolt a little bit because that was streamed, uh, and then just recently, uh, the Origins have been showing popping up on YouTube, full uh, full episodes. Uh, yeah. And just recently, well, recently last night, I was actually uh, uh, watching the Rise of the Red Comet. Nice. So <laughs> I only got about I only got into about a half hour into it before I had to stop. <laughs> you go back to work, but <laughs> uh, but I'm really digging the the Rise of the Red Comet again. And mm. if anyone don't know Gundam, that's the the Char origin story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The yep. the comics and the anime that they're making off of them are are excellent. Yeah, the new ones too. The because that that one's the older one, right? The that the Red Comet one's the original version, but now they're doing the origin, going back and really filling it in even more. In the comics or in the both, they're doing new anime and new comics about it. Oh, good! I can imagine. You know, I can't wait to see the more, the more in depth. You know, because you know, goes on. <laughs> uh, cool. What have you been? What have you been up to then, Rob? As I was saying, I was reading those uh, BattleTech books. I'm up into the Glan Wars. I'm reading the Jade Falcon trilogy right now. I read book one. Which was pretty much the training of a uh, Jade Falcon guy. Now I'm on to book two. I'm not a fan of Jade Falcons, but you're kind of like trying to—they're trying to make you like them. I'm not a—I'm not a fan of Jade Falcons. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're in a—if there was to be a clan that Jade Falcon is the wrong one in the back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm reading those ones. They're—they're they're good books, but they just yeah, 
you're, I'd much rather you vote Clan Wolf. That's If you're going to go to a clan, they're the best ones. Uh, and as I uh, said before, I'm writing with uh, Jack, my uh, co-host from Dead Zone, the podcast. We're write, writing the rules for uh, Mech Zone, or as it's called in the Atepticon book, Mech Wars, that uh, <laughs> it's going to be a uh, mech fighting oh. in uh, Dead Zone rules, but with mechs. That yeah. one's out of my hands. Yeah. <laughs> we'll set everyone uh, straight. Do, do we get a, a sneak peek of those rules at any time? Yes. Uh, the We're just doing the... Uh, we're building, kind of building the, the uh, striders now, and once we get all them statted up, we have all the rules done. Like, it's just dead zone rules, just simplified a little bit and have a little bit more environmental stuff going on, and mm. uh, we're, we'll be putting those out for people to play test to make sure everything's uh, nice and uh, even, balanced for when people play it. It's it's a, just a game you can come in. If you're at Adepticon, you just sign up. You can come sit down. You don't have to bring anything. We'll provide everything, and you'll have some you fun. just have to bring a good attitude. That's right. <laughs> and uh, prepare to be uh, have some brutal mech battles. <laughs> True and it, that. And the old version of Mech Zone was, uh, they kind of made it like it was actual fighting, but we've changed it so it's, uh, it's modified Dead Zone rules with uh, cool mechs, wacky pilots in an arena, and it's, a, it's underground mech fighting. So it's a, like illegal mech fights. On the nice. planet of uh, midnight, where it's uh, criminals run the uh, arenas, and so hijinks <laughs> ensues. Yep, and it's all so. There's going to be some yeah stuff that's happening in the arena, and uh, like I said, some crazy pilots. So when your mech gets destroyed, you might pop out with uh, some some different people, well, some special appearances and some crazy things, and uh, yeah, it'll be kind of fun, and hopefully everybody will have fun time when we uh, do it at Depcon. Uh, it's two different uh, showings, I think. Two different planes. Is that correct, Pat? I think there is I'm a sorry? couple. Two different. Uh, it's uh, two different sessions of the game. On Friday and Saturday. Ah, there you go. So it's going to be fun. And uh, yeah, that's so four about sessions. It. Four sessions total. Four. Jesus. Only two days. <laughs> Jesus, Pat. What are, you, what are you doing to us? You did more Gen Con. Yeah. <laughs> this is supposed to be my time to enjoy things, not be put to work. <laughs> which is which is funny because I was looking at my schedule for uh for Adepticon and I I might be busy for a good chunk of the uh the game, so we'll have to we'll have to make some time uh where the three of us can really go at it. Yes. Oh yeah, we're we're also gonna Trust we're planning. Me. Yeah, I don't get to see any of those games. That <laughs> yeah, I, that yeah, I help yeah. Write or create or that other people write and create. And I don't see any of those. But we are going to do also all the work that you put into it. <laughs> uh, we're doing oh, also cool. the uh, mech uh, battle with all our anime mechs that everybody's making. So mm-hmm. if you if you want to build a uh, anime Strider or a uh, Iron Ancestor and, or even a stunt bot. Bring it on over. We'll play some uh, of that too. We'll probably the same rules as Mexone. That would make sense. So play it up. And uh, yeah, that's about it. What I've been working on. We're just going to be building uh, striders for a lot of time. <laughs> Although uh, uh, I just got challenged to a new GI Joe game of uh, Dead Zone versus uh, Rick Hall. Last year yeah. we just did GI Joe versus Cobra, but he challenged me to uh, Sergeant Slaughter's Renegades versus Cobra Law this year, so I have to start building up some uh, Sergeant Slaughter uh, miniatures. <laughs> I, I saw he was he was putting together some of his conversions already. So yeah, yeah. 
That'll be All a right. fun one to watch. So it's always good. We get uh, some fun in. How about you, uh, Brian? You got anything going on? Watching anything? Reading anything? Well, um, I did, uh, as I kind of mentioned earlier, I actually did get to go to an anime convention called Daishokan. Uh, nice. earlier, earlier this month, it was uh, held at the Wisconsin Dells at the Kalahari Resort. Um, and it's a good thing they're expanding that place because it was packed. Oh yeah, that's great. Uh, it, it's a it's a widely popular um, anime uh, kind of focus convention um, that uh, is is fun for me because I know personally uh, most of the people that started it. Uh, it. It where I did my undergrad in Stevens Point, Wisconsin, uh, is where that or originated from. So I got to see it. They're on their tenth or eleventh year. Uh, and, and looking over probably 6,000 uh, attendees. So it's grown a lot <laughs> in a very short amount of time. Um, sadly, it was not a very mech-centric mm. uh, uh, showing. They they're really didn't have much in terms of, of model kits uh, or anything like that there, um, which I was, I was kind of hoping for. But um, I did manage to... to see some really cool there was some some neat vintage uh stuff that was just way out of my price range <laughs> uh so that's always fun to look at <laughs> um but i did i did manage to snag um an old anime called gundress it's uh it's one of the shiro masamune's uh things so the guy that did like ghost in the shell mm. dominion tank police uh apple seed and uh just i i I have no idea if it's good or not, <laughs> um, but I, I was looking at the back and they have one of those, um, do they call them landmates in Appleseed? The, the mm. mech designs where it's got like uh, the two little arms of the actual person and then they yeah. got the mech arms behind it. Um, That's the thing that been... Infinity ripped off pretty uh, solidly for all their managers. <laughs> all hey, their man, tags steal... are like that. <laughs> yeah, steal from the best. Uh, um, and it was, it was just something I saw that, that art on the back and I'm just like, well, this is definitely my aesthetic right now. So, um, I've been, I've been on a, still on a cyberpunk kick. So, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching that. Um, trying to think of, of other things. Uh, I did get to, uh, well, while there wasn't much mechs to be, to be spoken of, um, I did get to be a, a, guest at a, a a friend uh who who runs a basically kind of a talk show and a, a bunch of different events at the convention it's uh the Taki Takoyaki Entertainment and I'll make sure we get a link uh to them in the the show notes but uh it's a great great group of people they do things like whose line is it anime <laughs> a lot of improv and and stand up stuff so great uh great comedians as well as uh great people and um, and they host a, a late kind of late night t- style talk show uh, where I got to to appear as a guest and uh, talk a little bit about Mobile Armor Radio. Uh, got to, to nice. put people in, even handed out a business card or two total. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, hopefully uh, we get some more people checking out the show from that. And if if you are coming from there, uh, welcome to the show. Um, it was great seeing you all and uh, I'll definitely be doing that again. Um, 
But yeah, it's actually the same friend uh, who does the talk show is the same one that uh, did the Leo and the tall geese mm. earlier <laughs> mentioned earlier. So um, that's that's kind of been the most of, of what I've been uh, kind of looking at lately. Um, got plenty of other stuff to do and and projects to, to work on. So, um, yeah, I have just been really busy the last month. So. That's about all I've I've really been up to. Yeah, it's 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 hard not to. Uh, so much other thing gets in the way, but I try to get as much out as uh, <laughs> I can. <laughs> oh, I I will throw out there. Um, I did watch all of the uh, the new Mystery Science Theater three thousand, and which ties in tangentially with that the <laughs> second episode that they released this uh, this Thanksgiving uh, was Atlantic Rim. Uh, the, 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 that so sounds they familiar. The riff, they did the riff on uh, the Pacific Rim knockoff, <laughs> which Hat's is favorite uh, movie. Oh, what a movie that was! <laughs> so, yeah, that, that that about sums it up, though. I need to find that uh, episode because I knew that was coming out, and uh, I wanted to watch it. Mm. It was it was a fun time. That's my guilty pleasure. My <laughs> love to hate. I, the, it's the movie I watched when I want to hate myself. Speaking <laughs> of uh, Pat's uh, recommendations, he recommended that uh, review of Gun Gun Grave. No, what was it? Gun Gunhead. Gunhead on Gunhead. Uh, Brandon Brandon Tenhold or whatever those Brandon reviews movies on YouTube. I've been watching all his stuff now. He is so funny. Yeah, it's funny. So you got to watch the Deathstalker one. The Death yeah, Stalker watch one. Deathstalker one. Oh, I, I laughed hysterically during the whole Deathstalker one. Yeah, he just rev- <laughs> he just reviews B movies and B slashers and and uh, yeah, he just makes fun of them and points out fun stuff. Yeah, and, and most of the time he like is a really good one. But at the end, he's always like, "Oh, I, I make fun of it, but I love these movies. Like it's just his thing. So they're great. <laughs> so he's not he's not like a. I find like cinema sins and things like that were like unnecessarily mean to movies. He he just points out funny things and then he explains why he loves them. You know, so it's it's it's, it's a great channel, I think. <laughs> nice. Oh, also, as we've been recording, uh, some breaking news just oh, coming breaking in. News. Uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion is going to be uh, streaming. It looks like the full <laughs> series as well as uh, two of the movies. On Netflix uh, is going to be coming next year. Excellent. So, so, so people can be scarred all over again. Yeah. <laughs> or or catch up for whenever the heck the, the fourth uh, new movie comes out. Yeah. If well, ever. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched the new versions of it. I watched the original. And it, it, by the end, it's just like, what is going on? <laughs> so I don't know if they continued that with the new versions. But uh, yeah, it was crazy. At first, it's just them fighting the alien robot or alien monster things, but it it goes crazy places. <laughs> yeah, it does. the The new ones are are really fascinating, um, in that it, it's it's seems part retelling, but also uh, you definitely get the feeling that something more is going on that might actually connect it to the original series mm. in a unique way. So, no confirmation <laughs> on that yet. <laughs> yeah, gotta wait for the rest. Yep, gotta wait for the last one there. <laughs> cool, but but uh, it's 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 a it's a really fascinating staple of the the 
mecha genre. Uh, it's more, it's pretty different than most things that are out there for sure. Uh, but it's, it's definitely, definitely worth checking out if, uh, if you like to, to talk about Freudian psychology and whatnot. Yeah. It's, it's like Gundam. If Gundam was, yeah, like a psychological experiment on the watcher. That's what that is. <laughs> Gundam goes places, but this goes like, oh, you think that's crazy? Oh, oh, no. You no. think that's <laughs> crazy? Yeah. Look at no. this symbolism. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Anything else? I don't know if I, I haven't, I think we covered most of the stuff, right? That, uh, that pretty much covers it. And hopefully we didn't take up too much time because I imagine our next topic is going to be pretty interesting. <laughs> we'll see. Now entering the Mech Bay Hanger. All right. And welcome back to the Mech Bay Hanger section of our show, which is our, our roundtable discussion topic. And, uh, for this one, I, th- I, it was, uh, it was my turn to, to suggest something. And I thought, you know what's what's something that doesn't get talked about much in in mech uh mech related material and I was like, you know what? Music is an important and huge aspect of the mecha genre. And I feel like it doesn't get talked about very much. And we all <coughs> like music, you might say. Um there are I imagine there's few people that don't like music in some form. Uh, so I thought it'd be a really interesting, uh, discussion, uh, to, to talk about with, um, in regards to just, uh, you know, music that we, we like that's kind of related to Mecca, uh, music we like to listen to when we're working on, on Mecca shows or, uh, like, uh, hobby stuff. And, uh, as well as just how music is integrated into, to Mecca shows and, and media. Uh, that's out there so far. So let's see. I think I'll, I'll throw it back to, to Rob and, and see what, what, what did you kind of, uh, put together as far as the, the music topic for the week, or month, the day, uh, the year? <laughs> are we going to do a round table like, like last time? We'll do each do one and then keep going yeah. around. Yeah, we can uh, do it that way. I only have f- a five. I don't know how many people have, but, uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, for me, it was all about the feel. Like the moment you said this, I was like, "Oh, I don't, I can't think of any like actual anime songs from like the actual movies or anything that I care about that much to talk about." So I was like, "Okay, what's what are things that the moment I think of Mecca, what are the songs I think of?" So these, this, my mm-hmm. list is going to be all that kind of stuff. Excellent. So, so it's going to be some some pretty good stuff here, I think. And and Pat's going to like hate everything I put on here because he, he's a <laughs> hater. <laughs> So my first song I'm going to t- say is, uh, it's a classic. I, I think Pat actually won't hate this one because it's Metal Militia by Metallica. The moment I hear that song, I'm thinking Metal Militia. Yep. That's, that's a, that's a mech song. I, th- I could see, uh, mech warriors going into battle with that blasting over their headphones. <laughs> nice. And, uh, as you can hear in the, that we're playing a little snippet of the song in the background as we talk. So there you go. So that, that's my first one. What do you guys think? How, how do you feel about that, Pat? Do you hate Metallica? Uh, that's an early one. You you don't hate early Metallica. I don't hate early Metallica. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, I, I uh, I'm not a huge fan of Metallica in general, but I, I understand the contribution to mm. the genre of music, <laughs> as far as that's concerned. And anything, but but I will. And Rob's right though. I enjoy 
the Metallica with Cliff Burton than Metallica without Cliff Burton. <laughs> yeah, they definitely uh, went over the uh, the uh, where they jumped a shark after he died. But yeah, so I mean, I think it's a good it's a good pick. I mean, it's a good it's a good it's got a good riff. Yeah, and it's from uh, what is it from from uh, Kill 'Em All? Is it Kill 'Em All or from? Ride the Lightning? I can't I remember. No, nice. Look, we'll see. Look, what's what's it from? <laughs> I'm looking it up. Kill 'Em All. It's all from, it's from Kill 'Em All. I was right. It's good. <laughs> I but need yes. to, to listen up on that album. I have not heard that much Metallica. Well, this early Metallica is good. That's <laughs> it's it I, it. I think even Dave Mustaine was uh was around for uh, the recording of this one, or at least writing some of this one. I think. Mm. But uh, yes, that's my first one. Who's going to go next? I'll throw it to. Uh, We'll throw it to Brian because I'm sure Pat's going to have some strange things. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine, mine probably are, are going to be out there, but I'll, I'll throw out um, one that uh, I actually mentioned, I think, last last month. Um, the the theme of Escaflone. Um, every time I, I hear the, the, the theme song, uh, or the Dance of Curses, I believe is the t- song title. And feel free to correct me in the comments below. Uh, <laughs> um, but it, it's it's got violins going. It's got uh, kind of a, a you know uh, kind of orchestral choir uh, singing the lyrics. And it's composed by Yoko Kano. Um, every time I I even look or think of a fantasy mecha show, Escaflone and that song pops into my head. Um, Every every single time, it always gets me pumped. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't yes. remember hearing it, but uh, we're gonna have, like I say, it's gonna be playing in the background. We'll have links to uh, if I can find them on YouTube. We'll also have links to all this. <laughs> well, now I have to line it up so it's you're singing to the music. You're, you're making it harder for me. <laughs> yes, excellent. All right. Well, well then, uh, Pat, what did what did you pick, kind of for your your first one? Uh, well, I wasn't really ranking my, my choices and stuff. I was kind of oh, yeah, just, yeah. I went, you know, as a music major, I kind of went in different, different, kind of different directions on all over the place. I did pick some songs I listened to, uh, but I guess at the top of my list, I was looking at original soundtracks. That's where I was mm-hmm. going with, with my list. And when I think of Mech and uh, other things, I was looking at the, the soundtrack as a whole and how it fit with what was going on with the movies and everything and stuff like that. So in my top two, and I think I'm going to go, my top two were either Gundam Unicorn or Gundam Seed. Mm. Mm. And I think I'm going to go with uh, Gundam Seed, uh, <laughs> uh, which was done by uh, Toshihiko Sahashi. Uh, he's probably one of the older composers of uh, anime. He's more of a traditional kind of a... When when you listen to a soundtrack, he's got more of that orchestral uh, vocal harmonizing in the background. You know, kind of almost uh, I, I don't know what you want to call it. Choir-esque uh, sure. vocalizations and stuff like that. Uh, and the Gundam Seed soundtrack really just fits all that. Excellent. Uh, just, the open, just the opening number is just is really... You just hear it and you go like, all right, 
you know, you you can you can picture a mech battle. Mm-hmm. It did. Now I know TM Revolution was in see Destiny. Was did he have anything in the original uh, Seed show? Who? Uh, guy by the name of TM Revolution. He, he's kind of more of a, a kind of rock artist. Um, I did not. I didn't see anything. I don't see. I didn't see his name on the thing because. Gotcha. Uh, Toshihiko did a lot of stuff with the London Sympathy Orchestra with the with the Seed mm. gotcha. uh, soundtracks. Very cool. So he might be in the the the, sound, the second soundtrack, soundtrack two. Uh, I, but I have I've never listened to that. I just uh, sure. But see Destiny and everything. It's it's a, a lot of the London Symphony Orchestra with uh, uh, Toshihiko. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, soundtracks and it's it's mostly him. There's like the one song by Seesaw. And that's the only other one that's not him. So that must be like just the one of the scenes huh. or something. Yeah, I remember their their theme song for Dot Hack. <laughs> oh yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I think they had one. Anyway, well, you guys are all like, you're all like, uh, you know, really <laughs> getting into it. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all well, right. Keep going. Yeah, what do you, what do you got? What do you got, Rob? What's your next song? Yeah, yeah. My next song is going to be a, a ministry song because I love ministry, but it's a, it's a weird one because this one I just automatically think of it because it's from a movie, and the movie doesn't have anything to do with mechs necessarily. It's got robots in it. It's uh, what about us from the AI movie? And it's it's they're in the movie actually playing. It's in that scene where they're uh, torturing all the robots at the scrapper kind of like all the humans trying to kill all the robots. And it's this ministry wailing out the song in the background. And it's That's pretty it, cool. Yeah, it's watch the video for it. It'll be in the links. But it's uh, I, do, I do have a ministry song. Oh wow, interesting. <laughs> uh, go go ahead. <laughs> oh my turn. Yeah yeah, go for it. So all right so. Now to go with where Rob was going with this, when I played a lot of Mech Warrior two and three multiplayer online, uh, I'd have the music blasting background and anything on the Psalm sixty nine soundtrack uh, album was was always playing. So mostly just one fix. Yeah, classics. Uh, or uh, Jesus built my hot rod. <laughs> Those are the songs that would get you going, you know, and hyper focus your attention to the screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, you need uh, you need some pounding beats to uh, keep you keep you focused. You know when you're oh, when, yeah. when you got a big giant clan battle going. Not when I say clan, I mean back in the Mech Warrior days, you joined up and joined the clan. Ah, and then you would battle <laughs> other clans and the thing. Not actual battle mech clans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They still call them clans in uh, World of Warcraft and things like that. Yeah, so like that. So and then we'd go out and and just wreak havoc. <laughs> have that going on in the background and I'm just hyper-focused swiveling at the hip back and forth yeah, it reminds me of uh, playing Twisted Metal 2 it had like pitch shifter songs and stuff those songs are ah, like, yeah, driven yeah. into my brain <laughs> <laughs> what about you uh, Brian? Well, well speaking about things with a, a nice pounding beat to it like I gotta throw out there the soundtrack for Pacific Rim like that. that's gotta be in a, a really like that that's a soundtrack that sticks with you in in a you know big budget movie soundtracks these days they all kind of have that samey feel but every time i hear that that pacific rim track kick in like oh yeah we are gonna get to some stomping today <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh but yeah that, that's that that's another one that i i really like and enjoy a lot hope we get a lot more really cool themes like that with the, that anime announcement yeah i'm curious oh, yeah. if they're what they're going to use for that if they're going to do music yeah. that's well, funny I hope, I hope they use the guys that they you know that are still around like Toshihiku and all the other other guys because yeah. I think they make great soundtracks. Mm. Oh yeah, that's it. It should be interesting to see what they uh, what they come up with uh, for that kind of stuff and for further movies like like you say all those Gundam movies coming out. Yeah, I'd like to mm. see some of those classic artists uh, who did the old ones to even just get a bunch of guys doing who did some of them together to do like uh, on the soundtrack or whatever. Do all different. Uh, versions or something that'd be kind of fun yeah that'd be neat what do you got going for your third song here Rob uh what's it see I, I did uh Ministry I did Metallica I'm gonna go back to uh a uh, song that is uh a classic used to go to a lot of uh goth clubs back in the day and we <laughs> and we got uh Die Krups Metal Machine Music that's a it's it's a pretty simple beat, but it's just the chanting of uh, that. It's it's a classic German band. You can't go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nice metal machine music. There you go. See, it's 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 a all uh, rocking theme for me. <laughs> nice. The uh, the the next one I kind of had was um, it kind of kind of in, in more of a, a classical kind of vein um that was it was definitely inspired by you know some of the shows that came before it like um uh, star blazers you know yamato um the space battleship yamato but uh, the gunbuster theme for for you guys if, if you've ever have you i've either you seen gunbuster no i haven't i haven't seen gunbuster no Okay, it's it's from uh, the guys that did Evangelion, and so it's a it's a guy next show. It's their first like original piece that they got to do, and it just has some. It has the the Gunbuster March, which is this kind of big bum 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 bum, <laughs> you know, dun, da, 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 da. like it, it's it's it kind of has that classical uh, marching band thing, but then. Uh, throughout one of the, the the big fights one of the big breakout fights that they have in like it's like six five or six episodes and in the second to last one they have a big uh fight that has uh ride on is uh the the song and that, that really kind of hit on that that flavor that for for me with uh, kind of the the idea with the this topic was just how like intrinsic that that style of music was to the genre and of, of mecha shows uh studio gynax you know being being a group of nerds <laughs> themselves <laughs> um you know like they they made otaku anime because they were otaku um and so you know that was a, a huge thing and a big triumphant moment in in that series uh, so that was that. That one's always kind of fun to to look back on, even if the show is kind of, eh. <laughs> the show doesn't flair. live up to the soundtrack. <laughs> it, it's got a bit more flair than it has substance. We'll go with that. <laughs> well, there's a lot of those out there. Yeah. All right, uh, Pat. What's what's next on your list? 
So uh, next on my list would be the second runner-up, I guess, between the two, and mm. that would be the Gundam Unicorn original soundtrack uh, yeah. by Hiroyuki Sawano. Um, what I like about him is that he is—he's as far as all the guys that did uh, a lot of the composers for a lot of the Gundam movies, he's probably the youngest one of them all. He's like in his thirties, forties, early forties now. Oh wow! And he's—he uh, he works more with the contemporary orchestration kind of almost uh, almost like what's his face uh, the Oingo Boingo guy oh yeah that's right Danny Elfman yeah mm. you know when Danny Elfman started when he broke away from Oingo Boingo started doing soundtracks and uh, things like that so and he puts together a real great feel and what I like about the Unicorn uh, soundtrack is that he actually kind of incorporates a lot of the the taiko drums yeah yeah in the background and and uses the taiko drum it's not necessarily the taiko drums themselves, but it uses the rhythms, uh, uh, the, some of the standardized rhythms that you hear in taiko drumming. Reminds me of and all, uh, and all, uh, the scores, so you get that mm. ambient feel of of a Japanese, which kind of you know envelops the, the anime genre, anyways. So, uh, Ghost yeah. in the Shell has a lot of that uh, taiko drums too, right? The Ghost in the Shell yeah. soundtrack, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. A, it's a great. Once again, it's that beat. It just keeps you. Yeah, gets, and then get like your blood the, flowing. <laughs> like the the second track uh, of uh, the soundtrack, it's just called Gundam. is is a real good is a real good uh, example of that. Nice, yeah, I, I really love the soundtrack for for Unicorn. There, when I rewatched it recently, it reminded me of of you know how much I enjoyed it when it was still co- like regularly coming out. Uh, and then I would have to wait a while, but watching it all together was like, oh man, this the music in it is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, as far as the sound, I mean, if you take a poll and anyone lo- talks about Gundam soundtracks, Unicorn and Seed are always everyone's one and two pick. Also, mm-hmm. uh, there's some people like the like the Zero Zero, but I don't I don't feel that Zero Zero is a good soundtrack. It's, it's not it it doesn't move me as well as in, these other two do. Gotcha. I, I, I'll throw out there that the the build fighters and build fighters try like opening themes always got me pumped for that show. I never skipped the openings of those shows because <laughs> uh, they were just so. I think they were um, back on. I think did at least one of them. I forget if they did both. Uh, well, they of course they had four openings total because they did two every season. But uh, yeah, it's that one always got me pumped for those shows. Nice. What's up for you, Rob? I'm gonna go for a Japanese band, but it's it's not uh, J-pop. This is uh, <laughs> baby metal. <laughs> not baby metal. <laughs> this is uh, Mad Capsule Markets. They're pretty much like a it's it's punk, I guess, but punk with a little bit of a electro kind of going on. They have a song called Crash Pow, and it's pretty much just some them saying that over and over again. But once again, it's the beats and the uh, yeah, it's they're pretty cool. They, all their songs are in, like, Japanese or really not correct English. <laughs> but they're, they're a great band. I don't even know how I stumbled across these guys. They might have actually been in an anime or something that I, I, w- I heard the song and was like, oh, I gotta check those guys out. But they always, maybe because they are Japanese, that they always, I always associate them with uh, anime. Mm. And, uh, it's a great song. Check it out. Crash Pow. Nice. I know of, of the, the kind of, uh, punk flavor uh, definitely want to throw out there the, the Gurren Lagann soundtrack 
um, which if you if you've never heard, uh, it has a really kind of fascinating mix of, of some some J-pop in there, but they've got a lot of rap. Uh, oh, from, Japanese from, rap. Yeah, well, even yeah. even some just straight up English rap yeah, well. uh, as well, and the and it, it they really use that to kind of emphasize the themes of the show, which was kind of control versus you know uh, rebellion, and so you've got like the 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 big final uh, swelling song is got like a an opera like literal opera singer going on. And then they'll have this through line of, of uh, row, row, fight the power. <laughs> like uh, it, it's 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 a really kind of weird combination, but man, did it work really well when you're seeing giant super robots throw planets at each other. <laughs> <laughs> What's up next for you, Pat? Uh, so now I'm looking at video game soundtracks at this point mm. uh, and I think the one that got me uh, and that sticks in my mind the most as far as mech video games is Armored Core mm. and the Armored Core 4 soundtrack I think is by f- by far the best soundtrack of any of the Armored Cores uh it was uh, when I was really into that soundtrack. It was uh, I was looking into it. Uh, it was composed by a guy named Koda Hoshino, who was basically just exclusively a video game composer. And, nice. Uh, and it's got a really good feel, and it just uh, the ambiance is just uh, is is was really great for that video game, and it, and it really uh, kept me raptured in the video game. And it didn't. It's. Uh, it's a testament when I don't shut the music off in the video game. Yeah, right. I always used to turn the music off for sure. Yeah, and I didn't turn the music off on Armored Core Four, so yeah, Is it, it was made right. purposely for that uh, that series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they can tailor it to the game too, so they 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 know the feel they want to get from it, and they can make the music purposely for that too, which is cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. And he's he did, he's done quite a few of the Armored Cores, but I think Armored Core Four is the best one out there. Nice. Yeah, the um, I, I sometimes go to a, a website called like OCR Remix, and it's people like remixing uh, mostly game soundtracks uh, and and doing some fun stuff with them. And the Armored Core stuff is always excellent. Cool. Yeah. Who's next, Rob? I'll go back to Rob. This is my last one that I, I thought of, and it's because of the mu- music video for this one. Because when I first saw it, I don't even know when it came out. I guess it would have been. I don't know, mid-2000s, maybe even earlier than that? It's uh, Linkin Park, Points of Authority, which Points yeah. of Authority spelled really weird, but it's an anime music video that they did themselves. And it's it's mechs oh, versus yeah. aliens. I remember, I remember when that came out. Yeah, 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 yeah. The song's pretty cool, but the video really makes it really good. Like, I like the song. They, they actually have a lot of different versions of this song, which mm-hmm. they remixed a lot, and there's some good remixes of this song. But that video, that it really sticks into my mind because I was like, well, I like that song a lot. And then it realized, oh, it's because the very first time I probably saw it was on Much Music, which is the MTV in Canada, and saw the video and was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, to see a band do, like, it's sort of computer generated. They're like, their heads are on robots and they're fighting things. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a huge Linkin Park fan, but that's, I think, their best song for personally. So that's, that's my I last think they... one. 
I think they even had a, a Gundam album. Did they oh, have yeah. a full album? Oh, I know cool. one of their one of their covers yeah, actually Lincoln has. Park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, I don't know if it's a full album. It might just be a couple of songs, but they they have an album that's like the cover has a Gundam in the background, and uh, the lead singer oh, yeah. uh, is Chester is in um, Earth Federation gear. Yep. <laughs> it's well, called him, uh, they, A Thousand they gave, Sons. They gave, they gave him a... They, oh, yeah, it is a thousand. And they gave him a, they gave him a, a model kit. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. That's they, cool. That, they uh, must have been a big fan. That, oh, yeah, they... <laughs> they, were, they were pretty awesome. Speaking of kind of uh, U.S.-based artists uh, really embracing it, have you guys... Uh, heard Andrew WK's yeah. stuff? Yes. Uh, yeah, he's he, a big fan. He's, got, he's a big fan. The Soldiers of Sorrow that he did uh, from the original Gundam uh, was pretty great and even has like the little uh, speech from that Giran gives at Garmazavi's funeral. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> he gets your blood pumped, that's for sure. That guy likes to party hard. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost like he's known for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else do you have, Pat? Uh, last on my soundtrack. So, once upon a time, I played a game called Shadowrun Dragonfall. Mm. And that soundtrack was phenomenal. Done by a guy named John Everest. Who then uh, did a soundtrack for a game called Battletech. <laughs> that Battletech, so, that Battletech so soundtrack is fantastic, and it, it just it just goes with the game. It's one of those soundtracks again. I don't turn off when I'm playing the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I didn't do it for Shadowrun, and I didn't do it for Battletech. And when I heard that uh, Hairbrains was coming out with uh, Battletech, I was thinking, Oh my God! I hope John Ivers is doing the, the 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 music for the video game, and he and he did, and then. Uh, yeah, so that's my, my next thing, the battle sound. And uh, outside of Mech, listen to the Sand Run uh, Dragonfall soundtrack. It's spectacular. Nice. That, those, yeah, those are definitely some excellent soundtracks. And excellent games, uh, too. Go check those out, fans. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, my next one is uh, one that uh, actually was kind of the inspiration that they initially got me the idea for for this one uh was uh i mentioned a a while ago that i i watched bubblegum crisis for the first time and that is just uh well not you know a pure mech show it's it's got like iron man type suits and stuff like that and they're fighting giant robots um one of the the big key aspects of it is that there's a lot of music worked into that show um the, it draws a lot of heavy inspiration from Blade Runner and Streets of Fire, um, which I get a lot of flack for that I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it's yeah, it's got an excellent soundtrack. Um, but uh, the there's there's a song by a band in the show. Uh, the band is called uh, Vision and the Revengers, which sounds like a Marvel spinoff of Thor Ragnarok. But uh, it is not. <laughs> We're the Revengers. Yes, and um, but it, it's a song. Just I think it's just called like "Say Yes," 
and it, it just had me hooked from from you know Jump Street. It was it was excellent and really like man, there's a lot of great music in this kind of this genre. Um, so that that definitely popped into my mind. Um, I've got a, a, a couple more myself, but uh, I know Pat. Did you say you had a couple left, or? Yeah, I got a, a one or two. I mean, uh, so now I'm actually into albums or things that I would listen to while I was playing. Sure. Again, MechWarrior, and that's where I usually equate these songs for. And uh, one of the things that I also like to play on was uh, White Zombies' Last Exorcisto album. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Mainly, welcome to the planet MFR and Grindhouse of Gogo. I mean, uh, one of the cool things about Welcome to the Planet is like, or what I liked about Las Exorcisto is a lot of those sound bites are all real clips from old movies and, um, like 50s, 60s, and um, yeah, it's, uh, that's where you got. From the, there's yeah. even some porno clips in there. <laughs> Well, that's that White Zombies from from one of those old movies. That's the name. It even comes from that. Yeah, but in the beginning <laughs> of uh, Welcome to the Planet. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Now I gotta bleep it <laughs> for kids. <laughs> I don't. That's why I said I want to hear a bleep. <laughs> uh, the explosions and the growling in the beginning of that are taken from a 1989 anime, which I can't pronounce. Colon Legend of the Overfiend. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, I've I've heard of that sh- it's, that one. It's got like a bunch of symbol and umlauts over it, so I can't. Remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> umlauts. <laughs> Never seen it, but I've heard of it. <laughs> so, uh, a couple of my comic book store owner friends who are really big in anime were like, "Hey, that's from that." I'm like, "I don't know what that is," <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only reason I know that. And then. Uh, uh, and the Get Up and Kill is definitely from Dawn, and Dawn of the Dead. And if yeah. you're a big fan of that, so mm. yeah, lots nice. of clips. That, that's listening to that back in the day. It was like, oh my god, this is like they're right up my alley. Listening to this, yeah, stuff. and it, and you get that going in the background when you're running some mechs, <laughs> you're running downhill, and not a locust. <laughs> <laughs> so no one peacock dead in the locust. <laughs> I got I got an odd one that's not really mecha related necessarily. It is if you abstract it far enough. But have either you, you guys have seen Days of Thunder? Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, we've heard so, that you're obsessed with this movie. So this, this <laughs> you and movie, your brother. Yes, I, I watched a lot. But I gotta say, this soundtrack by Hans Zimmer, like. Hans Zimmer does some good stuff. It, it, apparently, it was his first U.S. Uh, soundtrack that he ever did, and it is it is better than the movie <laughs> deserves. Uh, that's for sure. But like, it's got some great. Uh, it's it's kind of um, how to describe? It? It's kind of a, a late. It, it's early '90s, so late '80s uh, kind of sound and feel to it. Um, kind of slight techno, but uh, it, it has a great riff that goes throughout all of the songs with it. And uh, it's just, I, I always want to throw that one out there because there, there's a whole one about like when they're building the car. Because uh, again, the movie's about NASCAR. <laughs> and and uh, 
And like the the final track, like I don't even need to have the movie on. I will just listen to that soundtrack, and it it has that great kind of machine kind of feel to it. And in, in, in my mind, that's that's kind of why I wanted to throw it into the mix. It's a little out of the left field uh, in this instance, but uh, I've got yeah, I've got one more um, that's more of a franchise overlook. So uh, I got, and I think I, I got think one more also. That. Okay, I'll let I'll turn it back to you, Pat. So the, my last album that I would listen to uh, was uh, Pantera. Uh, mm-hmm. The album in particular was is uh, uh, Vulgar Display of Power. Yep, that one just from the from track one to track eleven uh, was just hard pounding, great riffs, uh, you know. Vinnie Paul is a great drummer and knows how to lay down a groove and that was almost perfect for again piloting a mech if I was if I was in a, in a mech those three CDs would be or whatever digital audio we would have in a, in a mech would be yeah. would be just blasting inside there <laughs> and now I'm thinking of Sabaton <laughs> Ghost Division and and uh all sorts of other fun stuff. Well, really cool. Well, I, I, I think we the the last one I did want to mention, uh, and, and there's oh, there's so many. And you're more than welcome to leave leave your suggestions in the comments below. But uh, the the last one we we would be remiss if we didn't mention Macross uh, and Robotech in in the same breath in terms yeah. of. Mecha shows tied to music. <laughs> Almost too much tied to music. You might say that. And uh, and and Robotech, like they actually, I do feel they did a a, a really solid job, you know, translating um, those 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 songs that Min May sings, um, and and really kind of showcasing you know how important that was into into the the ethos of of the show and the themes that it was really pushing. Where it wasn't that we just have, you know, mechs that could fire a billion missiles at uh, at our enemies. It was that we had culture that really won us the day. And I'll I'll, I'll save that whole uh, discussion for maybe another uh, roundtable fun time. But uh, I I do want to mention um, the the Macross show that continued in in Japan. Uh, and and the music that's within that. Uh, have have you either of you guys seen any of the other Macross shows? No, um, I, no, I've I've only heard of the uh, craziness that is the. <laughs> <laughs> they get pretty crazy. Uh, so I'll just to, to throw out there because they, you know, they they take uh, uh, breaks. Uh, usually several year breaks between when they do a new uh, addition to the show. And it actually lets it kind of refresh and keep pace with the times. And so, you know, in in the original Macross and everything, we had that kind of classic 80s J-pop uh, going on. Yes. With, with like, my boyfriend's a pilot. It was, and... Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't a big fan of those. <laughs> Um, and then there was a "Do You Remember Love," uh, which which is a, a pretty fantastic song. Um, but the the kind of uh, 
next, well, they there then there was uh, Macross Plus, which have you guys seen that one? Macross Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Back I in the day, I, not in a long time, I haven't seen it. Definitely recommend that one. It it still fits perfectly fine in that Robotech vein. Um, it, it's uh, it's basically Macross Top Gun, almost literally. In fact, there's an AMV that has "Welcome to the Danger Zone" with that, and I'll I'll post it in the, the after danger, the show. Danger Zone. Oh yeah, it's 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 perfect. Uh, that one had uh, Yoko Kano uh, in it again. As, as mentioned, she did uh, Escaflone and a whole bunch of other soundtracks, including like Cowboy Bebop and and a lot of other top-notch stuff. She did uh, kind of a a '90s industrial. Uh, type uh soundtrack for that that was as kind of both haunting and uh fascinating it the the that movie culminates with a a artificial intelligent uh singer if you're familiar with vocaloid <laughs> uh like one of those takes over a giant space battle fortress and hypnotizes everybody with their song yeah that's that's sort of loses me a bit <laughs> <laughs> uh the the after that uh, so so that one actually does have a U.S. release so I wanted to make sure I, I mentioned that go check it out folks it's it's really good uh, the next one that that people may be a little less familiar with is, is Macross Seven uh, which is when we we in the Macross series they jumped into uh, basically eighties rock. <laughs> um, and had our, our our main hero. They really they really pushed the envelope as far as music being the solution to problems. So our pluck, our plucky hero flies around in his mech suit and shoots speaker pods into enemy robots. <laughs> and then he, so so this guy is looks like a space version of John Lennon, uh, with with the round glasses and everything. Wanders around uh, space. And his his controller is, to to pilot his mech is a guitar. Yeah, I remember seeing this back <laughs> in the day too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and so um, he's he's part of a band called Fire Bomber, and uh, they they got basically the the equivalent of Bon Jovi in Japan to do the songs for this guy. And I gotta say, there's a lot of great music there. Um, so. Even if you don't watch the show, look up Fire Bomber, and uh, which is the band's name. And uh, man, I could rattle off like a dozen or so songs that are really great, um, including the Angel Voice, which I got an AMV for that one. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Flash in the Dark. Um, oh, what the. It's been a while since I, I've listened to them, and I forget all their names. Submarine Street, get old because it's 50-episode-long show, and they sing the same songs for a bunch of them. <laughs> um, Power to the Dream, all sorts of crazy fun stuff. And uh, that one, that one's more insane uh, of a show. But uh, after that, uh, we get into... Um, Macross Frontier, which is a bit more Starship Troopers in the sense that the enemies are giant bugs. 
And uh, but in in that one, they kind of returned uh, a bit to form where it was two uh, singing women uh, that, that were kind of idols. And uh, but it was it was another kind of contemporary take on it. And uh, once again, Yoko Kano did the the soundtrack. And individually, they have a lot of great uh, songs such as um, Northern Cross. Uh, Universal Bunny. Uh, uh, I'm going to be... I rattle off a whole bunch of songs so that Rob has to look them up and splice them into the show. Uh, <laughs> You're a mean man. Uh, no, it's all right. Uh, what about my star, Triangle? Um, the... I think one's called Lion something. Uh, but what's really excellent about Frontier and why it's another one that I recommend go listen to the soundtrack is the... The show's finale does a giant medley that blends all the like six or so of the songs from these two different singers into one long song that's like 12 minutes long. And it's beautiful. It's fantastic. Um, that one's I, I, I found a, a video on YouTube of, of a concert, a live concert they did. And if you look closely, you can see Yoko Kano. Uh, in the the center of the stage, she she goes by a different name when she's actually playing, <laughs> uh, which is like Gabriel Robin. But you can see her bouncing along with, on the on the piano uh, with the songs. It's pretty great. And then uh, to, to to wrap up, there's uh, the newest entry in the Macross series called Delta. And for that one, they did more of a. Uh, like a, a return to that kind of J-pop, but it was more of a, a, a set of idols, so which which is more commonplace now uh, with with the rise of like K-pop and stuff like that. Uh, we see a lot more of like, you know, it's it's Boy like a six-member, yeah, it's like <laughs> a six-member band uh, that all sings. Six? That's not enough to be a, in a K-pop. <laughs> I know yeah, K-pop takes least, the next level. <laughs> you got to at yeah, least have seven. They got to double that. <laughs> Uh, for sure, <laughs> they gotta get those numbers up. Um, but the, it's it's fascinating because they they still have these these women fight alongside uh, the the Max and stuff like that, and they the songs have taken on kind of uh, almost mystical energy in in that Macross franchise as it continued, um, for better or worse. Um, but I. I I definitely think they their their soundtracks are, are worth checking out, and in fact, uh, just a couple months ago, they released uh, the the Delta band um, Valkyrie with a W. Valkyrie is is their band name. Uh, they released a, a single song that was their take on the song September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> Uh, which was which was pretty darn catchy, actually. So, if that's your jam, uh, I definitely recommend checking these out. So, because and, and you know, Robotech Macross aside, I think it's it's a really fascinating trend uh, for that show to continue the way it is. Honestly, it's kind of the music's fault that the sh- I would say that the show is probably never gonna get a formal release stateside because oh boy, would it be crazy to license all that music. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's true. You'd be doing like a show and a half, if not two full shows, 
for one. <laughs> so definitely wanted to throw that out there and not just use this as a platform for me to, to gush about Macross and why everyone <laughs> should watch it. Um, but it, it's really fun. And if, if nothing else, I just give the soundtracks a listen. <laughs> Hey, you can call it Robotech. That's cool. I, uh, I'm just messing with you. I, Robotech <laughs> Delta. I just want to. I just want to. I just want to trigger some people. Yeah, you're, you're causing <laughs> trouble over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but no. So that that definitely, um, I think, is kind of puts a fine feather in the cap of uh, of this discussion. Um, like I said, please uh, right below or yeah, uh, on our Facebook. Absolutely. What uh, what you're thinking? Uh, probably on Facebook's better at the the uh, the uh, Mobile Armor yeah, Radio see- Facebook page. We check that out. We never see the comments on the uh, Podbean because <laughs> they don't tell us when they're there. But yeah, yeah. hopefully yeah, you guys uh, have some different stuff. Yeah, we're we're we all seem to have similar taste in music, more rocking and that kind of stuff. So it'd be interesting to see if somebody has like more of the like say K-pop or J-pop stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. or even other stuff like hip hop or rap or any of that. So. Please. Oh yeah. Let us know. Absolutely. What did and, you and listen to when you played MechWarrior Four? Three. <laughs> three. Sorry. And if you, and if you want Brian to stop talking about Macross, feel free to leave that in the section <laughs> below. I don't know if I'll listen to it, but it'd be fun to see. <laughs> and if you want Pat to not call it Robotech, right below. <laughs> <laughs> it's that, it, actually don't, don't do that because he'll it'll just encourage him to do it more. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ignore him, he'll go away. <laughs> yeah. All don't, right. Don't put gas in the fire. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Or you'll you'll run into a David Bowie song. <laughs> All right. Well, with with that, I think uh, I think we're gonna start the, with the exfil and wrap up the episode. Let's exfil out of here. All right, and with that, I think we'll be wrapping up the episode for. For this month of November, thank you all for for December. joining us. Yes, yeah, it's December. December. <laughs> Covering it's, the month it's almost of Christmas time. Yeah. Uh, man, it's going to be like a brand new year, the distant future. Next, the next time you hear be us. good because we're going to talk about all the great mech stuff we got for Christmas. That's right. Yes, fingers crossed. <laughs> Who's trying it stuff- next time? Anyways, it's mine. I think oh. it re- returns back to Pat. Oh, we'll see what he's got going here. Yeah. Yeah. Next, there... next, next, uh, Mech Bay is best, uh, Mecha Death. Best Mecha Death. <laughs> just oh, joke. Boy. That's just a joke. That's not true. Best Mega Death? Best Mega Death. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go to the, uh, Facebook page, Mobile Armor Radio on Facebook. Join us on Twitter, Mobile Armor Radio. Search join us on stuff. Facebook. Yeah. If we had Instagram, I'd say join us on Instagram, but we don't have one. No. Nope. Enjoy the music that we've uh, presented here. It's uh, true. Have yeah. a Merry Christmas. That's right. It's Have a Merry whatever. Happy Hanukkah. That's right. Whatever Is your denomination determines. Or Merry yeah. Kwanzaa. I don't know. Or, what is or the, just, you just happy enjoy Kwanzaa. the solstice. Happy <laughs> yeah, happy yeah, solstice. If you're a pagan, happy solstice. You could probably just say happy to any of those, really. Happy uh, Christmas. Yeah, happy Christmas. Okay. Does, does happy sounds good. Be merry. Happy sounds good. Yep, you want to be happy at all times. Come on, get happy. <laughs> <laughs> 
So now he's going to sing. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> you don't need to sync that song up too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're, we're probably close enough to getting flagged as it is. Walk outside now. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Right. Eventually I'll get through all these to put all the music into this episode. So it might be, uh, coming out mid December at this point. So. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. All right. Well, with, with that said, I've been Brian. I'm Shepard. And I'm the poor editor, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. Have a great and safe holiday season, everybody. Stay warm. Stay cold. Stay frosty, you're supposed to say. Somewhere <laughs> in between. <laughs> Stay appropriate to your desire. <laughs> Come shovel my driveway. <laughs> this has been Mobile Armor Radio. Join our Facebook group by searching for Mobile Armor Radio. Find us on Twitter at M Armor Radio. Find us on iTunes and visit our website, mobilearmorradio.podbean.com. Join us on the first of every month for more mecha discussion.